0: that will make huge impact. And by simple, I mean very simple. No complex, no multi-step processes, super, super simple. No one has time for long things. No one has brain capacity for extra stuff. We need simple things that have massive impact. Go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer and I'll see you there. Welcome to the Schools of Excellence podcast, where we have conversations about education, leadership, and building a school of excellence. The goal on this show is to bring you clarity, uplevel your mindset, and give you practical strategies and inspiration so you can show up with confidence and trust your decision making. I'm Chani Olshansky, I'm a mom of four under ten, a former New Yorker, and been in the early childhood field my entire life. And I'm so grateful that you've joined me for this conversation. Hey there, welcome back to the Schools of Excellence podcast. Today is our second episode in our series of Back to School. And last time we spoke about anchors versus enhancers and what those are to help be that strong lifeline for you in the start of the school year. Today, we're going to be talking about why good enough is going to be your lifeline for September. So let's dive into this concept of good enough. What happens in the beginning of the school year is there is an influx of stimuli. So what happens is you have a lot of new families. And when you have a lot of new families, you have an influx of a lot of questions because new people have questions because they don't know everything that goes on or your standards or policies. And so with a lot of new families comes a lot of new questions, which means you and your admin team are going to have an influx of time that is dedicated to answering parent requests, whether that comes in the phone call or in the form of an email or in the form of, you know, physically dropping off the child and speaking at the door. There is more time that needs to be allocated to massaging parent requests, fears, giving parents reassurance, especially parents that are sending their child to daycare for the first time, to preschool. So there is a big portion of your time that is eaten up to taking care of an influx of parent requests, which eventually dies down by the time mid-October rolls in. But the beginning of the school year, end of August, all of September and some of October is really a lot of it's dedicated to parent requests and questions. The other thing that happens in September as an influx is you have a lot of new teachers. Now, some of you are listening to this and like, nah, all my teachers are coming back. I didn't have any turnover. I don't have any new staff. That's great. Then this part doesn't pertain to you. But for those of you that are having a lot of new teachers or have brought in a lot of new staff due to higher enrollment or expansion or whatever it is, when there are new staff, there is an influx of time and capacity that is dedicated to answering teacher questions. There's also an energetic pull towards new staff. And let me explain what that means, because I haven't heard anyone talk about this concept. When you have a lot of new teachers who uh, don't know the ropes, who have a lot of questions, who you are building trust and relationship with because you don't fully trust them in the classroom yet, nor should you, they're brand new. Um, There is an energetic pull of insecurity, of unknown, of uncertainty. And so that just, Energetically in your body, being weighed down by the amount of responsibility that's sitting on your plate because of all these new people. The other thing with the staff is a big portion of your day is in up towards. Is this the way I should write this? I don't know how to do this. Where is this? How do I find this? I couldn't find the cook. When when does lunch come? The music teacher didn't show up. What should I do? Right? just a lot of tasky admin questions. And even if you have a phenomenal admin team, you're still going to be pulled in some of these questions because there is an influx. So even though on a usual day, your admin team can answer and take care of these questions, when there's an influx, they're going to be overloaded. So the overflow is going to come to you. That's the second thing that the beginning of the school year has. The third thing is if you have new admin. Right. So many people hire a new admin in the beginning of the school year when now there's more teachers, there's more responsibility, there's more kids, whatever. Now, a big portion of your time is eaten up to training this new admin person. So, what happens is we have all these influx of time, energy, and commitment. But here is what we don't do. We don't lower our expectation during this time. We keep our expectation of everything still has to run smoothly. There can't be any chaos. There's very little room for making mistakes. I still have to do the 95 things that are on my to-do list that I had in May that I didn't get to yet and all the things. And so we put this expectation that everything still has to be at the highest level. and. This episode is to guide you through what is good enough and what does it mean to be average in the beginning of the school year. Now hang tight before you click pause and move away from a podcast that's called Schools of Excellence, where the host of the podcast is telling you, hey, I'm gonna show you how to be good enough and average in the beginning of the school year. Little irony in this, right? So, so let me explain. Anyone who's listening to this. Your average, your good enough is most people's highest version of excellence. And so the beginning of the school year, when you give yourself permission to be good enough, there is a peace and a calmness that comes over you that actually invites more creativity, more space, more innovation. People are terrified to be good enough because they don't feel like they're good enough. So they have to constantly be better and better and better and better. But what we, you need to understand is there are seasons where we push ourselves to be better. You cannot push yourself to be better all the time. I will say that again. For all my high achievers, grip that steering wheel. Hold on tight. Take the sock if you're doing laundry. Hold the dish if you are washing dishes. You cannot be in the pursuit of getting better all the time. It is exhausting. It is exhausting. And it is not realistic. It will bleed into other areas of your life. There are seasons when we are in the pursuit of excellence. And then there are seasons when we are in the season of this is good enough. The challenge that people have with this, with the leaders that I work with, with clients, is that they are fearful Not just fearful. They are terrified that if they let go of the gas for two weeks and say, for these two weeks, I'm going to do good enough. And then in two weeks, I'm going to reevaluate and see, are we ready to ramp up again? They're terrified that if they let go of the gas for two weeks, they're going to let go of the gas forever and forever and ever and ever. Now they're going to be lazy. And I know you're laughing while you're listening. You're like, oh yeah, that's me. It's not going to happen. Why am I talking about this now in the beginning of the school year? Because the beginning of the school year is not the season to be ramping up and charging forward with a million new ideas or projects. Because guess what? Here's what all your new projects are answer all the parent requests, massage their fears, reassure them, take care of them, make sure they're okay, are you going to be doing that all year? Ramp up your admin team, train them well, give them resources, or you're going to be answering dumb questions all year. Learn how to discern between seasons. The beginning of the school year is not the season. To be coming down people's throats and saying, all right, let's talk about this. And now you need to get better at this. And now you need to also do this. And now you need to do this. And now let's take care of this. No, the beginning of the school year is good enough. What is good enough? And then you set mile markers. All right. In three weeks, as things start to settle in, as parents start to get into a routine, as kids stop crying during separation, as there's less stimuli and sensory overload here on a daily basis, we will check in, we will put a date on the calendar so we don't forget, and we will come together as a team and reevaluate. Are we ready to ramp up? Are we ready to introduce something new? What we need to understand is our definition of good enough. Because too many people's definition of good enough is actually ridiculous high standards and expectation. I'm not saying lower your standard. I have very high standards in schools of excellence. I never lower my standard. I lower my expectation during specific seasons. We have standards in our household of how we do things. But the expectations are different depending on how old you are. My 12-year-old has different expectations than my 4-year-old. I hope you have different expectations of your children depending on their age. And yet, when it comes to school, leaders are like, everyone has to be treated the same. Since when? Since when? Since when did you get this concept that every single teacher is treated the same? Now, your veteran teachers who have been there for a decade and know the ropes and and all the moving pieces can be set to a standard that, yes, in the beginning of the school year, you guys can do this because you've done this again and again and again. And I believe in you guys. And someone who's 19 years old, who has basically no experience in child care, who is brand new to your center, who's right out of the college boat, cannot have the same expectation in the first three weeks of the school year. You need to lower your expectation, not your standard. So you have a conversation and say, this is what good enough is in the beginning of the school year. You're brand new. I understand. This is what good enough is for the first two weeks. And then in two weeks, we're going to reassess. I'm going to see how your skill set is. I'm going to see how you're getting acquainted. And then we're going to introduce this new thing. But right now, this is what good enough is. When you show a new teacher that these are all the things you have to do, and you have to do this all perfectly, and you have to do it all perfectly by the third day, well, now I'm a failure on the third day of my job. What is good enough for your staff, good enough for your admin team, good enough for you as a leader, and then reassess a few weeks into the school year if the team is ready for the next level? Don't lower your standard. The standard is high. Lower the expectation of what is good enough when there's such an influx of what's happening. Think about it in the concept of training, okay? When athletes are training or when anyone's training for anything, right? Mendel learns how to play piano. If anyone learns how to play piano or any instrument or sports or whatever it is, right? she didn't teach Mendel how to play a symphony on the second lesson. First, Mendel had to learn the chords. First, he had to learn all of the, like, read the notes. And then a few months in, she's like, okay, now let me give you this more difficult piece to play. And then a year in, she's like, okay, now I'm gonna give you this difficult piece to play. When you are in the beginning of the school year, what are the foundational things that is good enough for your staff to do in the classroom? Good enough that keeps licensing happy, that keeps the doors open, that keeps everything at bay. And then what do you need to do from a school leader standpoint to provide protection from parents for your new staff? Sometimes you gotta cover for the new teachers to give them some grace. And you do the communicating with parents and let them know this is what's going on. Things are going great. This is the standard in the beginning of the school year. We want to get the kids acquainted. The beginning of the school year is just about this kids learning routines policies, structure, consistency, teachers building trust and relationship. This is what we're doing for the first couple weeks of the school year. Then we're gonna go into the next thing. The beginning of the school year is not about memorization or any of this kind of stuff. Your kids need to build a relationship with the teacher. You need to develop the right expectation. When I was a teacher, I taught three-year-olds. I taught toddlers. I taught three-year-olds for many years. And at orientation, I would tell all of the parents, the first three weeks of the school year, this is what your child is going to learn how to do. They're going to learn how to go to the bathroom. They're going to learn how to walk outside. They're going to learn how to play with other children. They're going to learn how to sit at a circle time. They're going to learn how to start sharing some of the toys and their space. They're going to learn how to hold a paintbrush. They're going to learn how to wash their hands. They're going to learn how to dry their hands and put the paper towel in the garbage. They're going to learn how to zip their pants up. When they're done with the bathroom, they're going to learn how to close the bathroom door when they're done using the bathroom. And I gave them an entire list of like 30 things that I'm going to teach their kids how to do in the first three weeks of the school year. And of course, every time I would do this, all the parents would laugh. And then I would say, this is what your child needs to learn how to do in the beginning of the school year to be successful in this classroom. And when he knows how to do all of these things, then we'll start moving to some of the other things. These are the foundations. I never had a parent push back and say, What about the ABCs? What about this? And what about this? And what are you teaching them algebra? Never. Because when you know how to articulate and communicate, this is what's developmentally appropriate. This is what we're doing with your child. This is what I'm teaching them. This is what good enough is in the beginning of the school year. Now you've become the expert. And the parents looking are like, oh, okay. She knows what she's talking about. All right. These are all the things my kids are going to do. Great. My kid's going to learn how to zip up his pants. Fantastic. He still doesn't know how to do that at home. I'm excited. Miss Honey's going to teach my kid how to zip up his pants and close the bathroom door when he's done. And maybe he'll, he'll also, she'll also teach him how to turn off the lights. So I don't have to do that. That's like the dad's thing all the time. I would always tell them, I'm going to teach him how to close the bathroom door when they're done. And every time I would always have a dad, you're going to teach them how to turn off the lights when they're done peeing also. We put such ridiculous expectations on ourselves and it's like, why? (laughs) Nobody asked you to do that. And even if they did, you're the leader, set the standard. So here's your exercise. What is good enough for you? What is good enough in the classroom? What is good enough in the admin, in the office? And then put a date right now, put a date three weeks into the start of the school year where you're going to reassess good enough and going to start on the pathway to excellence. I want to wish you a lot of success as we enter this new school year. And more than anything, I want to invite you to step into your own inner power and wisdom. I want to invite you to believe that the answers live inside of you. And if you pause and allow yourself to do good enough for a little season, you're going to see how much more energy and power you have to be in the pursuit of excellence. Thanks so much for listening. If you are loving the Schools of Excellence podcast and have gotten any value out of it for your school, I would love if you can do two things for me. One, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And two, can you please leave us a review? Reviews help other school leaders know that this is the place to learn how to build a school of excellence. And I would be so grateful if you can do that for us. Your help and support makes this show to be able to be listened by the thousands of other school leaders all around the world. Thanks so much for listening, for giving us your time and attention each and every week. And I appreciate that you have joined us. Hey there. I want to invite you to join me for the strategic summer workshop on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can click the link in the show notes or go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to optimize your already efficient systems or help you tweak some ones that need a little bit more tweaking to help you enter the 2024-2025 school year with ease, with success, and with calmness. Increase your profitability, reduce your expenses, and more than anything, just help you buy back some of your time. I look forward to seeing you there.